Welcome to Ask an Angel. I'm Talia. I'm Lola. And I'm Alyssa. And we are the leaders of the Guardian Angels Peer Team. So for today's episode, we are um, talking with some members of the Black Student Union to talk a little bit more about the support that's on campus for everyone. Hi, I'm Jaden Alford, and I'm the Black Student Union president. Hi, I'm Madison Nimi. I'm a member of the Black Student Union. Hi, I'm Kenneth DeLemus. I'm also a member of the Black Student Union, and I'm also the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer for the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. All right, what are some things that BSU has planned for this year and years to come? Right now, since it's the month of February, it's Black History Month, um, and to celebrate it, we've done a couple different things. Last year, we kicked off our speaker series with three amazing guest speakers uh, last Wednesday, and we're continuing it with another speaker series on this Wednesday, February 16th. Um, and then we have a professor from Tuskegee and also um, Dr. Warren, who is a co-founder of the Neighborhood Wellness Foundation. And they will be talking about um, their roles in social justice. And then finally, uh, next Friday, the Fe- February the 25th, we have a movie night. And we're playing Just Mercy, and there will be a moderator who is Professor Alex White, and she is a professor at Sac City. So that will be a really fun event, so I hope you guys come out to both of them. Yeah, sounds super cool. Thank you so much for letting us know. So what is the Ethnic Study Program, and how can others get involved? So the Ethnic Studies Board, we meet... um, once a month and it's made up of students and faculty members and we're just trying to figure out the best way to implement a new ethnic studies course at St. Francis um, which is definitely needed. Um, so first we start off by looking at like what is ethnic studies in the first place and going from there um, we look at ways in um, other school districts that they've implemented an ethnic studies course in so that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about or bring awareness to? Yeah, um, one thing that I wish students were more aware of aware of is the support that's he- already here on campus. Um, so I'm part of the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, or SAC, and we meet monthly. And the purpose is just to bring to light some issues in athletics. And we meet with our athletic director, Mark McGreevy, and um, through that, I'm the I'm soccer representative, but I'm also the diversity, equity, and inclusion officer for athletics. <laughs> and you know, students don't really know about SAC or like that that how much we could support them. So some ideas that SAC has to like bring more awareness to who we are and to like so that we can be there for the students more. Um, we're thinking about maybe making a bulletin board that would um, be in the gym that people can see. And also just introducing ourselves before each season to our sports teams and um, just letting letting students know that we're there for them and that we have their back. Yeah, I think that's really important, especially in the sports world. I feel like a lot of things are generally gener- generally overlooked. And I think having that committee and, that, um, and having SAC is really important. And it definitely... Um, should be utilized more. So thank you for bringing that up. And so now I want to introduce you to our next guest who's going to be talking a little bit with us about 
all the support we have on campus. Diane, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Lola. <laughs> so for, hi, my name is Diane, first off, and I am a current sophomore at St. Francis. I'm involved with sophomore council serving as the vice president, and then I'm also part of the racial conciliation committee within the student leadership program. Um, and I love working with different cultural um, groups as Haley and I, the president of Racial Justice League, is working on a really um, big cultural event with all the different cultural clubs that, like, emerge together you can say um and the project is called cultural collab and it's coming later in the upcoming months maybe in march or april and we're super excited to get that started um so watch but yeah so for rjl um do you want me to like elaborate on what we okay cool yeah for rjl it's basically just a community for everyone of any background so um Literally anyone can join the club. It doesn't matter um, who you are. And we want to provide a safe space for everyone to just converse and be able to reflect on everything that happens at St. Francis, at St. Francis and what happened in the past as well. So um, in the beginning of our club, um, towards like the beginning of the semester and first semester, we did a lot of just like past reflection on um, what the St. Francis community went through as a whole and what individuals might have faced um, during that time and how we as a club, um, me and Haley, can best support the students in that club and just be able to actively listen to them and be that communicator between the students, admin, leadership. Mrs. Ramos is a great support system here at St. Francis and just be sort of a bridge and so, yeah, so that's a bit of what RJL does. We have been in a bit of a slump, to be honest, because finals has been so stressful. Haley and I definitely needed to just stop down and re- stop and reflect on how we can best serve, like, students of different backgrounds at RJL in the best way that we can without ourselves burning out as well. So we've been doing a bit of personal reflection and how we can best serve um, the community there. So we do have a club meeting next Thursday, I believe, if that's approved. And we're just excited to continue the um, ongoing support system we have at RJL and continue to work with um, different groups and backgrounds. Yeah. So you sort of um, went into this a little bit, but do you have like a specific vision that you want for the club or a specific goal that you're trying to meet? Or is it just more of like talking and support? Well, yeah, I think that for us, like representation, diversity and just unity is a really big thing. And I think that in a lot of different settings at St. Francis, you might not see that and students don't see that as often. So um, RJL is just a space where everyone kind of comes together and has that listening place. And like I know that admin uh, is implementing a thing called like listening circles and it's like trying to right now. So we do. I guess it's like a more complex version of listening circles where we like further have like discussion questions and just like or just kind of like talk about anything so I wouldn't say we have like super specific like in APIC how we have like fundraiser goals or like blah blah like I think for RJL it's really just having that sense of community amongst us all and being kind of like a support system for them um because I know that like the guardian angel is such like the team did such a good job with mental wellness and everything and we want to make sure that we're um advocating for the mental wellness of people of color and different backgrounds as well and so we just want to kind of go hand in hand with that and be able to have different facets of um comfort and comfortability as students may be too scared to talk to um teachers administration administrators etc so yeah that's a bit of what our goals are i guess Yeah. yeah Okay, so 
I know we also mentioned, you mentioned this when I was talking to you earlier mm-hmm. about the support that uh, RJL can offer to members of the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. as well, which I think is really important. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So when St. Francis, I think it was in October, I'm not sure, but in the earlier months of the school semester, there was like a huge um, peaceful like demonstration at lunch as well, where um, everyone just stood in silence. And um, towards the end, different people spoke out on their own experiences at St. Francis or their just their own personal lives about uh, being a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And I think it's really important that no matter what cultural club that you're a part of, that you're fighting for diversity and unity within any community. So when the LGBTQ plus community was being affected um, severely at St. Francis, Haley and I really want to make sure that RJL um, had discussions, reflections, and just in-depth conversations, like courageous conversations about that, that are hard to have, but are so necessary because like, one, like people in RJL could be a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And two, we need to like, as cultural groups, be able to support other groups as well, not just our own. So it was really important to us to, um, support that community at that time and as we continue to support um the lgbtq plus community i think it's really important that we raise um different awareness and continue to support different people yeah and i think just letting students know the support that is available um we in guardian angel peer team we talk a lot with students about um struggling with that um subjects around uh or <laughs> struggling around the subject um with both uh, racial discrimination and uh, LGBTQ discrimination. So I think that's really important to just let students know. Um, Lastly, I have one more question for you. What do you think that staff can do to support students on campus? Because I know a lot of staff members want to be involved. They don't necessarily know how. Uh, Like, what do you think the needs are? What do you think they can do? Yeah, for sure. I think that's a really great question. And I think that a lot of staff members really do have great intentions and do want to get involved with everything going on and be a supporter, but they're scared. I Having conversations with different people, everyone's scared. Like, they're scared to say something wrong, scared to mess up. And that is so understandable because I feel the same way when I'm discussing things outside of my own range because I only have so much, so little um, life experience, you know, and I don't want to be, like, say something wrong especially with today's like cancel culture and everything right Mm -hmm. so it's i feel like teachers feel the same exact way and staff and administrators we have to have empathy and while it's not okay to um perpetually stay silent um be on the side of the oppressor it's really important that they're doing research and asking questions because you can't go wrong with um researching yourself and trying to form an educated way you know and it's okay to um surround yourself with community and ask people around you if appropriate um and just continually make an effort um i know that the only like department to really talk about or departments to really talk about black history month this month was um a little bit of the english department but mostly the history department um my teacher miss goalie did such a good job um with like celebrating black success and achievements throughout history and not just all the negative effects that happened to black Americans um, in history. And so I think that's so great that they're making an effort to at least and getting student feedback. I think that's the important part. Like if you mess up, own up to it and then get feedback and do better. Like it doesn't stop there. Um, And I, I really do think that cancel culture is toxic. 
um to be honest and i think that it's like something that like as entire generation we need to work on but um it's just i really hope that teachers are able to um put aside their fear and get the love out of their heart to further research and be able to stand up for their students in the class and let it known that they're being heard whether that be announcing that there's events for Black History Month, um, having a slideshow presentation, or even um, if you're in the math or science department, I know several teachers who have had like worksheet problems relating to um, like Black history or relating to any history going on at the at the time of the month. And so it's just I think it's no matter what you teach, there's always something you can yeah. do. So um, yeah, that's I guess I guess what. I wish staff could do to further support students on campus, not just like um, white students on campus, but every single student, no matter their color, race, background, um, sexual orientation, et cetera. Yeah, and I think definitely the history department has done a wonderful job, um, especially like the cancel culture notion. I think we don't want to set aside the population. Even if they say something wrong, we can teach them. And we don't want to set aside people that can change and better the world. Um, I think that's a really good point you brought up. And so thank you so much for coming on yeah, and talking to us. Each episode, we want to take time to shout out a stafflety member at St. Francis who's making a difference in our community. So this week, we have three special teacher shout outs. We have one for Miss McGreevy, Mr. Arns, and Miss Ramos for being such supportive leaders on campus and helping to um, support students of all ethnicities and striving for positive change on campus. Thank you, guys. If there's an issue you're struggling with or there's something you'd like more information about, Email us at GAPT at stfrancishs.org so we can answer your questions in future episodes. Also, don't forget to rate and subscribe to the Ask an Angel podcast and other podcasts on the St. Francis Student Podcast Network.